continues to bring our comrade of, comrade is singular, our group, our cadre, our cadre sure. of um, my co-workers, we're all coming together yeah, over, like a platoon, yeah, over mutual hatred, and uh, honestly, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, because it's a hard job, he does do things that are incredibly douchey, but he actually hasn't been a dick to me. He's obviously been the guy who acts like he's better than you and all that, and he's not fucking Mark, who's the best. Yeah. So, like, but he's never been really rude to me. He's been nothing but sort of nice, and so. But the rest of the guys hate his guts. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what's fun about, like, even at my work, we all like our boss, Mm -hmm. but we just, like, it's like, when they're not at the job, and then you, like, call and try to, like, give advice or something, or, like, just, like, at, make sure we were doing everything, it's like, we're the ones out here. Like, you yeah. deal with whatever you're dealing with. If we need something, we'll call you. That is a problem that bosses have. But they want to, they, they want to, because they want to, I don't, I don't know if they want to feel like they're a part of it or what, but. Justify their paycheck. I, I, yeah, I don't know, but it's like, dude, we, I got, we got this. We're yeah. doing all right. Yeah, I know, it's. And, like, I understand where they're coming from. Like, uh, the other day, our CEO came to us, and he's like, uh, did we run out to CMC, this, like, metal metal place? Yeah. It's like, did we run out to CMC and pick up these cable racks? And I was like, I picked up some stuff, like, a month ago. And he's like, no, it was more recent. And then the new guy was like, yeah, the foreman called me. They said they're gone. They're just laying in a field somewhere. And our CEO was just like laying in a field and he started freaking out. And it's just like, easy buddy, I'll just go get them. If they're in a field, I'll go get them right now. Yeah, what, what? There's nothing to worry about. It's like, I get how that sounds. If you're it sounds from- 
Like, I get where he's coming from, but it's like, we're in the nitty-gritty every day. We're in the nitty-gritty. Like, the nitty-gritty. We understand in the day-to-day process, like, oh, he left them in this field. That means tomorrow I have to go get them from this field. Like, that's yeah. not a... Like, we do that all the time. Like, you don't understand because you don't... Yeah. You don't know what kind of rogue shit we're doing <laughs> yeah. to, to make sure the job gets done. Yeah. Like, there, it's not we're all... We're going off script, baby. Going off script. And, uh, I mean, same way on the farm... Yeah, sometimes you gotta just... Like, my dad was surprisingly really good at almost always knowing what was up. Yeah. But when it came to specific things like berries in the middle of the night, it's like, I've got all the trucks where you want them. I've got the schedule for when the trucks are supposed to leave. One's already pulled out by the road. Don't worry, I've taken care of it. (laughs) But he has to, like, fucking push about it. And eventually, it was only about the last year that I picked berries, which was last year, last last summer. Yeah. Uh, that he finally kind of, A, he let go a good amount, and B, I realized when he did push that it's not about me. Yeah. He's just trying to make his money, and it's not, you know, I obviously took it harder when I was a kid. Yeah. And so, uh, it was a good little moment. Yeah, but they, it's the same thing like when we're like moving pipe. And he would, like, think that we'd be done in, like, half an hour. Yeah. It's like, I, it's like, I know that you used to move pipe, but, like, you haven't done it. It doesn't take a half an hour to move a hand-lighted cord. No. Like, that's not how long that's going to take, Tom. So don't call me in 30 minutes and ask me if I'm done. Yeah. It's like, when you've been out of it, like, my boss was never even really in the installs. Like, he did the sales, and then they got... A pretty they got, they got good enough guys. they got good enough at sales that they just kind of started doing their own sales and they got install guys and he helped a little bit but like he's never really like like I could do an install faster than him like, yeah he, like no question I would I would know what to do every step he's just like but when he's out there he acts like he is in charge and he's the one that knows everything it's like nah, dude we yeah. all know that you don't like we can all see it and that's the other thing about the new kid I'm training Wiley. Like, I can't improvise. Like, I can't just, like, see a problem and figure out as a creative solution. He has to call you every time. He's like, hey, I ran into this problem. Yeah. Hey, he's still new. Uh, yeah, I know. And I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because when I was new, I was, I, like, this was completely new to me. I had, I mean, I've never done anything with, like, electrical or, like, like, I've done manual labor, obviously, but not like this. But, dude, I feel like I learned it. It's a pretty simple... It's very repetitive. It's the same process every day. Yeah. So you learn it pretty quick. It's just taking them a minute. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's one thing that bosses should do more of. And that's why they even came up with that show, Undercover Boss. It's like, you gotta do everybody's job and know how to do it better than them. Yeah. Like, that's one of your jobs as a boss, is to know everybody's job better than they do. Otherwise... It just doesn't work the same. Because then they're going, this guy's a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. I'll do it, but I'm going to do it my way. And then you don't, then you're, you sort of undermine your own trust from your employees. Micromanaging is just the worst. That's the, the worst. worst characteristic in a boss is micromanaging. Yeah. It's like, dude, don't tell me to do something and then make sure, like, I do it the way you want it done. It's like, just let me do it. You're spending a dollar to save 10 cents. Yeah. It's just fucking annoying. It's like micromanage at the beginning for whoever's new. I get that. Yeah. But eventually you... You have to take the training wheels off. You take the ceremonial ritual of moving them up to, I take my hands off of this, 
Yeah. And then they know how to do it. If you train them, they should know how to do it, right? And if you think that they're ready, it's your judgment. You should probably know what you're talking about. So, yeah, yeah micromanaging is a problem. It's the fucking worst, dude. It just makes me so angry. Well, and it isn't good for the employees. No. The employees just get pissed. Yeah. And so then they do a lesser job and a less creative job where they could maybe do something faster. It's just not as good. It sucks. But some good news. Looking at that fridge magnet over there. Wait, before you say it, and I haven't looked at the fridge magnet, but I think I know what you're gonna say. Beaver football. I was gonna say Pac-12, but yeah. Yeah, Beaver football. Like, yeah. Back, baby. It's back. Well, it's November, gonna be back. November sixth. November sixth. It has been voted on and it has been passed. The Pac-12 is gonna play a six-game or seven-game season. Yeah. And uh, the Beavers are going to a bowl game, without a doubt. Obviously. We, uh... Who do we... I wonder, dude, that's going to be an interest. Do we... If we just play all the teams in the Pac-12 North... Which we're probably we're going screwed. to. We're screwed. They're, no, we're not. We're the Beavers. They're all the best teams. I know. It's a problem. Except we could probably be Washington State. Yeah. Oh, we could be Washington State without Mike Leach and their good... And Anthony Gardner. Cal, unless he's still there. Cal, maybe. Stanford, maybe. Yeah. No, nah, probably not Oregon, probably not the Huskies. We'll kill Oregon. The Huskies are probably a no. However, this is the COVID this is the COVID season. This is the COVID season. And honestly, anything could happen. I mean a lot of crazy things happened when the NBA started back up. Yeah. Um and so my guess is Jonathan Smith with just his style, I bet he better prepared his team. Yeah, dude, I have all mentally. The, I have all the faith in the world in the Beavers coming back. Although, yeah. we're gonna have a new quarterback. That's true. And if we start in November, that's. I mean, I guess that's a month of practice. Yeah. Are they practicing right now? They should be. Like, um, yeah, they definitely or, should. Be. Oregon, Oregon State, and Washington and Washington State are, or no, and California is still in a weird. Yeah. Sort of uh, ability to where it's like, oh, you got to be limited to 12 guys. Yeah. It's like, well, all right, well, let's just do each unit. Just at least let the units go out and practice because they're 12 each, give or take, and they'll just practice separately. Yeah. Now, let's at least start with that if we can't get the whole team together, get the fans yeah, back dude, together. Yeah, dude, we got like four quarterbacks. Dude, this is what you do. You set, break them up into many teams. Exactly. Second string quarterback goes with the two backup wide receivers. Backup running back, back offensive line. That's like 11 guys on offense. You can fucking practice. Yeah. You run six the truck feet, and trailer drill all day. Six feet on the other, six feet away from them, you got the second string defense. There you go. And they're going, but they're always staying six feet apart. They got that buffer, but they're going through well, the How many place. units would there be? Probably three. Plus you got three to four special teams. And kickers just fucking but they could just be anywhere. They could go, yeah, put they, them out in the parking lot. Yeah, who cares? They're just kick, put them on that practice field over there. Yeah. Put them on the real field. It doesn't matter. They're just punting. So if you just yeah no we that could that could happen easy. Yeah. So the bees will get to that. And here's the thing that I think about Jonathan Smith that I think is going to be the X factor that's going to make us a formidable team this year. And we should do a podcast before that starts. Do the Beaver preseason with Devin again. Yeah, absolutely. We'll Skype him so we could see him, but the yeah. audio will be about the same. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna figure this out. Uh, Jonathan Smith. Okay, thank you. The X factor that Jonathan Smith brings to the Beavs that 
granted, there's other good coaches, but I think the X factor that Jonathan Smith brings to the team is he's more than just a straight coach, a unit coach, a yeah. guy who puts a team together. There's a mental aspect and a and a connection that he has with the team that I think few coaches have. Because he was a quarterback here. Yeah. He knows what it's like to be, have a good special team in Corvallis. Oh, and he's obviously personable. He's got oh, a Mike yeah. Riley vibe in oh, that yeah. way. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, and I think he's going to prepare his team. Uh, like, the teams need their, men, their mental acuity more than they even need their physicality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think Jonathan Smith Dude, is going to be the expert. A special there. team in Corvallis is so much better than a special team in Eugene. Yeah. Eugene is just such commercial, lifeless. hollow, lifeless front-runner fans. The worst version of hippies. <laughs> Literally. Like, as if they're, well, I mean, let's be honest. In all honesty, there's really good hippies, which are the people I like, and then there's really bad hippies, yeah, and they, they all live in Eugene. A couple in Portland, mostly Eugene. They all like the ducks, for sure. Yeah, it's just... I understand uh, being an open-minded person, but if you like the ducks... Get fucked, get, get fucked, bud. So, like, a, when a, when a, there's a special team in Corvallis, like that 2000 team, mm-hmm. the whole, uh, like, b- the Beaver fans get to finally show their pride. They do. And they come out in full force. As if they already didn't, though, even when we're a 1-11 and 11 team. I mean, yeah. But, like, it's not like Duck fans where, like, you see brand new Duck fans. Like, you don't see brand new Beaver fans. No, except a for the ones being brought up in good beaver families. Yeah. Which is a two-parent household most yeah, of the time. Yeah, dude. Almost, Let's be honest. Beaver almost. fans are two-parent households. Let's keep the nuclear family together. <laughs> such a salt. Fuck the ducks. Yeah, no. But, like, the beaver... When you go... When you see beaver gear, most beaver gear is old, like... Classic Benny or the OS, you'd almost never see new Beaver gear. No. Like, Beaver fans are Beaver fans because they everybody have worn at, Beaver fans. Everybody at Beaver Games, all of their attire has a nice worn-in patina to, to it. Yeah. Like, you're it's, aware that these people have worn these clothes, it's been a if not battles. for years, for generations. It's been to battles, yes, it has. It has seen. It has seen the ups and downs. It's seen the booze and the blood oh, and the beavers, you know? the beavers. It's seen the, it's seen the rain. It's seen the hail. The occasional sun. The big wind. So many so big many wins. wins. It's been on the field when it's been rushed. Yo, for sure. Obviously. It probably saw fucking Montgomery Gentry. It definitely saw Montgomery Gentry. And Montgomery Gentry saw it. Absolutely. Montgomery Gentry are good beaver fans. I think Troy was wearing a... Fucking Beaver uh, jersey. I think he was wearing a Chad Johnson Bengals jersey. Oh, I think you're right. I think is what he was wearing. <laughs> you're right. Which still but counts. still counts. And so the Beavers are coming back. And we're going to be strong. We're, we're going to be strong this year. Force. Yeah. Let the kids play. Let the kids play. Who's our running back? Jamar. And B.J. Baylor. And B.J. Baylor. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm, they're going to... That's still the one-two punch that we need. Um... And you know they stayed conditioned. You know we they did. We just churn out running backs. Yes, we do. I mean, not a lot of them go pro, but some of them do. But they're always great in college. Yeah. Brian Nall. Single-handedly beat the Ducks. Single-handedly. The last time we beat them, I yeah. think. Unfortunately. But we're going to beat them this year. Here's the only fucking dumb thing. Is they may start the season with rivalry games. Which I don't like. I like it. 
You do. Yeah. If we play the Ducks and first week. we beat week, them? Well, if we play them first week, that's our best bet. Yeah. That's our... They don't know anything about us. We don't give a fuck about them. They could come out rusty. They got a brand new quarterback. Fuck it, dude. If we yeah. got to play them, let's play them week one. That would set a hell of a tone for the season. Absolutely. Yeah, that sets... Even if, dude, even if we played them close and barely lost, but we were in the game, yeah. that gives you confidence. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to remind you that last year the Beavers got number two in the Pac-12 North. Absolutely, we did. Something to think about. That's a team destined for a number one spot this year. We won four road Pac-12 games, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I can't be right, because we only won five games. And we won one preseason game. We won every road game, I think. Except for the Ducks. We lost at Oklahoma State. We lost to Hawaii. But didn't we beat, like, a Portland State or something? Yeah. And then we beat Arizona State at home, so that's already two wins. Oh, okay. Well, maybe So we only got three more wins. We got at Arizona, at Cal. I just remember thinking that we fucking kill it on the road. Well, I think we won. We lost at Stanford. That that was the bullshit game. Where we lost at Washington State. At Washington State? I feel like it was. God, last year was full of heartbreakers. It was full which of heartbreakers, was, but it also was which we, awesome to yeah, watch. Yeah, we were finally in it again. We, we were losing we were heartbreakers most instead games. of just getting shit on. Yeah, where like you have to, you don't turn it off, but, but you, you want to. But you don't care, yeah, you don't care anymore. No, most games I came care. down to the wire. And we I legit care. got to just watch them all the way to the end with full excitement the whole time. We had a killer offense. And a defense that got better than the previous year, but still was very porous and. But weak. we got that. But we had a brand new defensive coordinator. Remember? That's true. The we weird thought he was guy. a piece of shit, and we looked up his like resume, and he was yeah. good as fuck. We had. Uh, and our defense did turn it around. Yeah, they they did. weren't great. They weren't great, but they got some. More, they got some more turnovers. We didn't throw any interceptions until the well. That's true. Until the very end. Hamilcar. <sighs> Roberts. Led the. Nation, second, the nation in sacks or something? Led the nation in sacks? Led the nation in one thing. Tackle for loss and sacks. I think it was led the nation in tackle for loss, second, and sacks. And he's going to be there. Roberts is still going to be there, pretty sure. Yeah. We're getting David Morris back. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. It's going to be a good year uh, for the Beavs. We got some good wide receivers still, even though we lost Hodgins. Yeah. Yeah, we still got Champ. We might. Yeah, got Irish. Morales, maybe. <laughs> Dude, Morales, how, maybe. Is Morales a super old guy, or have we had two Moraleses, or... I wonder that, too. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I do wonder that, though. Have we always just had a guy named Morales? Well, you number, got to. We're number 13? You got to. I think our kicker was better, too. I think we got a better kicker. Our... Alexis Serna was 13. Yeah. At least it's not 46. Watching that trot out on the field. Yeah. It's like, put shoot care in. No. No. Just go for it. Go for 4th and 12 at the 13. Go for it. Don't trust them. I'm so excited to watch that first game. Still in 2020. Like, we still got a season in 2020. Jonathan Smith will be here for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What if somebody offers him a lot of money? I don't think so. The Beavers have to match it, right? You have—I mean, you have to find a way. I agree. You have to find a way to match whatever he gets offered. I think Jonathan Smith 
if I just picture it, Dude, he's going to be one of the greatest, honestly, if not the greatest, Oregon State coach of all when time. When I when when he got hired to be the head coach at Oregon State, I heard an interview with him where he said that like he was planning on being the offensive coordinator at Washington forever. Like he was fine with that job. Like he liked working for Chris Peterson. He didn't even necessarily know that he wanted to be a head coach. But then he said the Oregon State job came available, and he interviewed, and he's like, I went back there. He's like, of course, I go back there every year for, you know, when we play the Beavs. He's like, but I went back there, and I went I went back there, like, as allowing myself to kind of remember and be Fuck a yeah. He's like, yeah, dude, like. That's why I think he's going to die there. Yeah, but I thought Mike Riley would die here, too. That's fair enough. And then but, he Mike, but Mike Riley was here for a long time. So, I mean, like, even if we got that from Jonathan Smith, that would still be... Yeah, Mike Riley has also left previously. Twice, yeah. So, while he, you know, loves the Beavs, he's not an original Beav. That's true, he played Iowa, Alabama. A- Alabama, that's right. I think he played for Bear Bryant. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. And so, like, as much as he really was, you know, a true Beaver, uh, Jonathan Smith played for them. And won the big, the best year of is he is the Oregon State. He is Oregon State football. football. He is like, and so I think it would have to be an amazing offer. But I think he also is probably because here's the he'll thing. He'll probably think about Dennis Erickson's same move. And Dennis Erickson regrets. Dennis Erickson was his coach too, so he would, yeah he would probably ask him for advice. Oh, he definitely will. But like, here's the thing: like Mario Cristobal played in Miami. So, like, I'm not saying he would ever leave Oregon because by all accounts he loves it at Oregon and they love having him and he's killing it and recruiting and every, all that. But, like, his dream job is probably Miami because that's where he played. His dream job is the NFL. You know what it is. But, I mean, like, Dennis Eric, but, I mean, but like, most, most good coaches, like, like uh, Dabo Swinney, Swinney yeah. or Sweeney or whatever the fuck is. No one really knows I, exactly I, I how to say it. I fucking hate him. But he's the head coach at Clemson. He... Either played at Alabama or grew up like Alabama is his dream job, mm-hmm. and so everybody assumes when Saban leaves, he'll replace him at Alabama. Saban's not gonna leave for a but, while. But 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 Jonathan Smith played at Oregon State, so he doesn't have a dream job. So the only thing that could draw him away, I think, is money. A huge offer. And I think the Beavers just have to find a way to match it or get close enough to where he stay. Like I agree, and his coach. Dennis Erickson is going to tell him, you can do it, but you'll probably regret uh, yeah, it. Yeah, he left Oregon I State did. and never found anything better. Yeah. I love, I fucking love Dennis Erickson. Yeah, I love his candor. Yeah. He'll just fucking tell you what's up, as he would on the field. <laughs> fucking <laughs> as hitting, he would hitting players. As he yeah, would the refs. Drunk. Probably, probably most of the time. But a hell of a coach. Hell of a sweet gal. <laughs> These horns. Right out of the top of her head, oh, but, dude. And then we had fucking. Remember we had Gary Anderson. Dude, th- we talked about allegedly putting out a hit on him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do remember. We Gary. had Corey as Hall. As much as I tried to drink to forget. We had Corey Hall. He was pretty good. He was good for the first like three games. I didn't know he was black for a really? long time. Really? Multiple games. Yeah. He uh he was good for like two or three games, and then the whole thing went to shit. Yeah. But he gave me some faith for a second. Yeah, like, we hold were, on, he's we turning were, this whole thing around. We were hauling in for a second there. Gary Anderson is the worst football coach of all time. Gary Anderson is up there for worst non-duck. Yeah. Worst person of all time not connected to the University of Oregon. I agree. He's right up there. Him and Hitler. Are, Him and Hitler they didn't coach football, though. 
No, but that just I'm saying worst people. people of all okay. time. Not Gary Anderson, Hitler, yeah, anything duck related. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's that that tracks. And so I mean, you're right. If we open with a season opener. I'm not, I guess, you've sort of talked me into it. I'm not opposed to it. I still don't prefer it. I, don't I still prefer would prefer it, a season but, uh, yeah, ending. But, but, but let's try to get that W, baby. Season ending is not the phrase I would like to use. Season finishing, regular finale. season finishing. Yeah, regular season finale with the Ducks would be my preference. But I would say you either start or end with it. Middle is not as good. Middle is not as good. Are they going to have fans? No. So I'm off my punishment. No, you're not. Well, for two years. Yeah. It's true. You are off for two years. God, that means I'll be 30 when I have to do it. There you go. People are still going to be ashamed of you. We're going to be mature, and we're going to be like, ah, let the past. The past is the past. That is so not <laughs> true. Do you know how many guys are making other guys get tattoos, and they're like 40? I, I would much rather get a tattoo. I'd much rather get well, a, yeah, a this cool face tat. I would rather get a cool face tat than... Than this. I'll let you make that trade. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wouldn't. I want to see you have to wear duck gear at a Civil War. In Corvallis. In Corvallis. My soul will be gone at that point. It will. I'll be so drunk. It'll take you a couple years to get back to your... Uh, that's going to be your new normal for a while. <laughs> the shame is going to haunt you for years. Plus, the pictures and the stories. And your parents. I'm gonna be blacked out, drunk. Well, you're gonna have time. to be. Which is really just gonna make it a punishment on you guys. No, you're it's gonna not. have to take care of me. That's okay. I think we'll be all right. Uh, there's gonna be eleven of us if all of us show up. Which they eleven of us plus you. Which they all. How will. could you not? That's gonna be it. We're gonna be talking about that. The lead up, like if it was this year, we would have been texting about it in July, making plans. Yeah. Like at least probably earlier. Get Three rows of four tickets in yeah. a row. Four, four, four. And we got to fucking... We'll all wear orange shirts and we'll put you right in the middle so it yeah. looks like a Oregon State O, the dumbass green guy in the middle. But you don't have to worry, you know, you don't have to worry about it for two years. But, well, that's not true. I have to worry about it for the, two years. The year that's that the it's going to happen... You're, it's gonna ramp up. It's gonna, but it's gonna every once in a while, it's just gonna creep in my mind. For sure. Like the way it has been for the last year. It's gonna be looking over your shoulder. Yeah, until it's, it's just, over. Yeah. Probably after that. And I'm gonna. It, uh, we're just gonna see literally everyone we know. Yeah. I don't. I uh, honestly, throughout the past of my life, I don't think I've ever worn an article of Oregon Duck clothing. I haven't. My mom did one time because she lost a bet and she's still upset about it. Because all of her, uh, my grandma's sister, her side of the family, they live in Cottage Grove, right next to Eugene, so they're all duck fans. And my mom lost a bet and had to wear a duck sweatshirt for a night. It was hard to look at. Are they still pictures of it? I don't think anybody took pictures. Uh, They might have taken like one just like picture we were like camping or something though it wasn't like we were at a game oh you were there yeah oh it was hard to look at yeah for sure but I respect her for not only making the bed but you know 
No welching on the you bet. You have to honor the bet. If you make a bet, you have to honor. Welching the bet. is nearly unforgivable if you make a legit bet. If yeah. But we know that you're gonna do it. You're not Unless a welcher. I die. Yeah. But you're not going to. But I could. Because God wants to have to see. That. I don't think he does. I think he does. I think it's more the guy downstairs making this one happen. Well, the guy downstairs is definitely a duck fan, and the beaver. God is on beavers. The beaver side. So God will kill me, because he knows how excruciating it would be for me to have to wear duck gear. And it will take me into heaven. I think it actually might send you to hell. I think he actually might send you to hell. For wearing duck gear? That's why he's going to kill me before. That's certainly possible. I mean, if he did, that's a merciful act. He is a merciful God. God is a merciful he's God. He's a merciful God. Oh, God <laughs> is an awesome God we have. That's going to be tough. But you're going to be fine. And, but not really. Um, you're going to hurt the next day in so many ways. I hope I don't wake up in Doug here. That's what I hope. Here's what's going to happen. The day will come. You're going to start drinking early. But you're going to remember enough. I don't remember at all. That it's going to be super painful. Everyone's going to take a picture with you. And then here's the problem. The next morning. You wake up and not only did you black out and you do have questions that are just not fun to have when you've blacked out. Just in general. I did. I'm going to have done horrible things. Oh, for sure. I'm going to have You'd done... you be like, I'm wearing duck gear. I should have, do the worst things possible. I'm going to have done unforgivable things. I'm probably going to lose some friends, honestly, that night. Well. That's what happens. But. <coughs> oh, no, not but. And. <laughs> there's going to be a thousand pictures that when you're hungover, you're not going to want to look at, but you're going to know that they're out there. Mm-hmm. I don't envy you, but I respect that you'll do it. Do I respect you? No. The fact that you'll do it, that's pretty cool. I just, I just, I'm, if, I'm on the fast track to losing this year too. I'm not ever going to suggest punishments ever again. Except you pick this year's one also. I, that's what I'm saying. If I lose okay. again, I'm not ever doing it. Yeah. Like this retarded. I, it's my, I love coming up with creative, fun ideas. But it's not worth it. It's not worth it to lose. And your idea this year is not nearly as cruel as the one you came up with. Well, I didn't the want it. But this year, I the the creativeness. It's a great idea. And yeah. I think we've talked about it already on the podcast. I think we have. But you got to do an escape room by yourself while the rest of us get drunk and watch. Yeah, and hopefully communicate with you. Oh yeah, another will definitely be walkie talkies involved. Um, like I can handle doing that one. Yeah. Way easier than duckier. Way easier. That would honestly be kind of fun. Yeah. It but would suck that everyone's watching you and obviously making fun of you, yeah. but like it would be fun. Just making you feel self-conscious about your decision-making with trying to figure out an escape room. Yeah. Yeah, well, but it's still early in the season. Sure, you lost the first two games, but you didn't have the holocaust that happened to Russ's team. That's true. Russ is... Russ I lost 60 four points week really one, which was starters. really demoralizing. But then I had a pretty good week two. I just lost to Andy. Yeah. But Russ damn. lost a ton of players. Ian, Russ, Ian <laughs> lost his fucking first round, first pick. Russ lost Saquon Barkley, Raheem Mostert, Jamison Crowder, 
and Al, uh, Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey. Although Alshon, yeah. I, don't, I don't really think that that's that valuable. He's not a, I think you could draft a wide receiver off the waivers right now that would do better than yeah, Alshon. Me too. Alshon's been nothing but a disappointment anytime I've had him on my team. Ever since he's been in the league. And I don't see that another year passing would make him better. Uh, has Alshon Jeffrey always been on the Eagles? I or, think so. Or, I oh. thought so too. Or did he used to play for the Bears? I think he played for the Bears. Doesn't Good. that oh. sound right? Yeah, it does. What number is Alshon Jeffrey? The fuck, dude. I, I, He's in the teens. He's I'm in the teens. Sure. 14, 17, 17? 18? 18? 16? 19? 15? Oh, it could be 14. I don't know, dude. I'm not a big Alshon. I'm not a big Eagles guy. I'm Except just... for the Take It Easy Eagles. Oh, I love those Eagles. Love those yeah, Eagles. Those but Eagles can fucking mm. fly. Eagles fly can just eat a dick. Eat a dick. Sorry, Rob. That's Devin Hutchins. He's a big Eagles fan. I was about to apologize. I I was about to apologize to him too because I know that he's a huge fan. I call him Rob because one time at football practice in like sixth grade. All right. I'd heard that name tossed around before, but when you said it, I was like, "And Devin? No, nope. same guy." Fucking Rob. Solid dude. Solid dude. Love Devin Hutchins. He's been nothing but. He came over a couple times. times when I lived with Sutton, AJ, and them. Oh, I know. Solid I hung guy. out with him. But a Solid guy. Daddy. Um, fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Roll Tide. Roll Damn Tide. War Eagle. Hook em, horns. Let's go, Beeps. <laughs> Let's so, go, Beeps. That's going to happen. Fantasy football. Russ is fucked. Ian lost McCaffrey, which is a huge pick. But he still has Russell Wilson. But he only lost McCaffrey for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Russ lost Saquon four to for the six. year. Yeah, but... Four to six? For four to six weeks McCaffrey? for McCaffrey. Damn. That's not great. That's not great. That's a we're already season. in week three. That's half the season. We're about to start week four? No, we're in week three. We're about to start week three. I'm playing Dan. Dan's going fucking down. His tight end got seven points, but pff, I can overcome that. On uh, For me, my opponent, Aaron... Started his kicker as you would, as you would. But it just so happened that that game they were trying out a rookie kicker. They were trying out so he a ended with zero kicker. points because they had a completely different kicker. They only scored the one. Game. They only scored one point. Though, I mean that's they? true. They got one extra point. It's true. Yeah, but, but it's funny. The, it's I, just, yeah. the, the fact of the fact that Aaron started a backup kicker. I, like I understand starting a wide receiver and he happens to be out, but starting a kicker and the kicker doesn't play. That sucks. When does that happen? That's brutal. What, how many teams have two kickers? No shit. <laughs> uh. So fantasy football is going pretty well. I'm going to have to change my name if I lose again. You want to tell the people what well, it is? Well, it's bad juju is what it is. Well, it's my Kevin's kicker is Young Hoku. Or also Young Kway. Yeah, whatever. So I cleverly named my team the Ku Klux Klan. Pretty funny. Pretty Super funny, funny. But so far, 0-2 and, and not looking good. So I might have to get that. I might have to change the mojo. The Were you already thinking about it before Andy said yeah. something? Uh, me and you talked about it after I, got, I lost to Andy. Yeah, but I thought he mentioned it before that. Maybe. No, me and you talked about it a little bit. Okay. I guess we did. So I was like, it's just not good. And then I was like, I don't, obviously I don't want to change it. But that might happen. No, that's a super solid, funny name. I know. 
Uh, sure, is it racist? Yeah, but that's what makes it funny. Yeah. Because it's spelled different. It's spelled like an Asian kicker. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Comedy. Comedy. We got some good names. Devin still hasn't changed his old yeah, name. Yeah, Devin. Which Shiva Kamini Komakana. Shiva Kamini Samarkana Kram. Fucking fix that. Fix shit. it. That was from last year when you did make the Didn't playoffs. Didn't win though. But completely sucked ass in the playoffs. <laughs> Figure it out. Now Tony's granted, that's coming from the guy who lost and the guy who got second to last. Nevertheless, change your yeah, name. It's change a new your name. season. Yeah, change your name. Tony went with CD's nuts, which is a great I swear name. by it. And he went with pounding your cornhole, which is funny. Has no connection to football. No I thought I was going to find one, but I think it's just that. No, it's just pounding your cornhole. Ian's got Derry Sanders' bad boy. Yeah. Russ has got Juju, Juju extermination. extermination. <laughs> like Juju Schuster Smith. Yeah, Smith but it's spelled like Jew. 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 <laughs> Which is good comedy. And although he also has a very Injury, bad name. Yeah. And he's got, he's riddled with injuries. Yeah. That's We're interesting. Change our names. I went with the Zika virus, which you I originally had. Back nines matter. matter. Yeah. And I, I it's went fun to, to have home. a golf. It's fun to have a golf. I know. Mean, it's fun to have a football related name. Yeah. Like not a golf. I was thinking obviously golf. I kind of liked having the golf one. Yeah. I might even change it back, but Zika virus makes more sense from the foot fantasy football context. Yeah. Russ has football fantasies. We play fantasy football. We play football. fantasy football. Russ has football. Russ has football fantasy. Much like Doug Stanhope. <laughs> Ooh, that is a refreshing little beverage. I if beat. you people are wondering, you people. I'm sick of you. Sick and tired of you people. I'm sick and tired of you people. Uh, I got a red Solo cup with a lot of ice. Uh, vodka, plastic jug vodka, and the knockoff LaCroix, which is called So... Clear. I, in a red solo cup with two cubes of ice, have some Pendleton there you go. and name brand Coca-Cola. Hey, name brand Coca. Man, because I'm a man. I don't think that's what that is. Sounds I like you like sweet drinks. Sounds like you like sweet little baby drinks. Br- I buy name brand things. Didn't even make a... Sweet tart. Although tart I nuts. did, and ladies and gentlemen, the drive-through liquor store by our house. God bless this man. <laughs> I rolled up to buy a two-liter of Coca-Cola and a twelve-pack of White Claws because it's Friday. It's Friday. I got some Budweisers in the fridge. Get a little I silly. got some real beers. All right, I'm chill. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a twelve-pack of Claws and some Coke so I can finish the Pendleton that I got last weekend. Fucking let's party. It's Friday night. Let's fucking party. Was last weekend sure when we did that our fucking weird little photo yeah, shoot? Yeah, when was. we also bought all the booze. Yeah. Okay. So I went to the liquor store. I was like, "Hey, can I get a two liter coke and some white claw?" And the guy's like, "I was like a twelve pack of white claw." I was like, "What flavor?" I was like, "Mango." He's like, "Have you had Bud Light Seltzer?" I was like, "Yeah, it's the same thing as white claw." He's like, "Yeah, well, I got a sale price on Bud Light Seltzer, dollar a can for pounders." And I was like, all right, I'll take two cases. Obviously. He's like, you want 24 of those? I was like, a dollar a can? He's like, plus tax. I was like, yeah, give me. It's not even going to make a. <laughs> 24 of those for a buck a can? So now we just got pounders of Bud but- Light Seltzer and fucking Coke and Pendleton. We got pounded up the ass. We got pounded up the ass by Bud Light Seltzer. Mango. He's also got Black Cherry deal. Same deal on Black Cherry. Black Cherry deals. So, 
fucking shout out to 32nd Street Liquor or whatever it's called for hooking it up. No doubt. Have we mentioned the name of our house on this podcast? We barely even came up with it. What do you mean? We came up with it like three months ago? We've been here for a year. True. We barely even came up with it. Ladies and gentlemen, when you live with roommates, potentially even when you're married, it's important to have a name for your house. Uh, when I was in college, uh, obviously there was a fraternity, but then there was the place to be. I think that's the only place I lived outside of the fraternity. Yeah, that the is, place to be. You moved straight from the fraternity to the place to be. Yeah. We had the Casa Verde, Casa Verde, which was, as you can imagine, a greenhouse. Yep. Devin living in the basement. And we had the pink taco. Classic. Which, Although technically everybody knew it as the pink taco. That yeah, was, that, that was well. That was what which that is, house, which, which is what makes it better. Yeah, that's everybody what, knows. That's it was what the that pink house taco. was named. It was pink. That house is. It's like pink a taco. Spanish style. In the middle of the town, for whatever reason. Yeah, pink taco. Sick house. You could smoke cigarettes inside. I don't know if you could, but we did. The houses were made of like concrete, not concrete. The like, floor in the living room. Do you remember the hill? On the floor in the living room of that house. Oh yeah. It was fucking wild. Yeah. There was like a legitimate it, downhill, like you could skateboard down. You would be going fast by the time you hit the wall. There was a legit. And you would hit the wall. Downhill slope, in the middle of the room. Yeah. But fuck if that house didn't party hard. Party. We had Sean Mannion in that house. Yeah, I told Kevin him he sucked at football. I asked him why he threw so many interceptions to the middle linebacker or something. That was a fun party. That was a great party. You guys had a sweet smoking porch outside. Also a fucking pool table. In that the was when Devin room. couldn't smoke weed for a while. Pool and actually, technically, neither room. could I. We had that pool table. Pool right? table in the living room. That Big was backyard. A, that was a sweet... But burning doors from the attic? No doubt. God, that was a party. That, that was, was a sweet. fucking party house, dude. And then, uh... I feel we honored it pretty well. Oh, for sure. And then you lived with Andy. You guys didn't the have apartment. a... apartment. Yeah, that was the apartment. Yeah, I lived in the apartment with Fluff. Devin and Ian, for lived a spell, a very short minute, very short minute lived, lived in, the, in the A1 house, which is the sauce. It was an apartment. They had the A1 room. Their room was A1, so we called it the sauce, obviously. Had some weird, weird times in there. For the, the, sauce was a we- the sauce was a weird, weird place. Um, and then Harrison moved into Nick's house, which we just called Nick's, Nick's house, house, which is unfortunate because that was such a badass house and needed a cool name. Never what? I know. House. And you lived in the apartment at that time, but with Fluff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because you and Andy lived on the other side. Yeah. That's when Andy got the record player. Yeah. And, and we went and got all those records. Jake. Yeah. Then he lived with Jake the next day, or the next year. Yeah. Then we lived in the townhouse. Oh, and then the townhouse, which we also just called the townhouse. townhouse. But it's a townhouse, so you yeah. don't really name it's a townhouse. Not, you no. name a house. A townhouse is called the townhouse because it's just generic. It's just, yeah. it's the townhouse. And the apartment. Those two didn't have names yeah. because that's all they are. Yeah. But you guys lived in Casa Verde, Pink Taco, and then, well, and then the townhouse. I don't ever think we named the Ferris Street house, the Dayton house. No, which is unfortunate. It's always just the boys' house. I mean, that, yeah. We really took the boys to the next level post-college. We took the boys, that was where, we lived there about, well, no, I lived with Sutton, AJ, and oh, yeah. when the boys really became about. But that didn't really have a name either. No, but that's where the boy. That's when we took the boys to the next level. I suppose, but I think the time we took the boys to the next level was when we had mushrooms the first time, 
And that was but when we did still in the Corvallis. Yeah, but I'm talking about we didn't. That's I'm talking about literally the boys when we started getting called the boys. Oh, yeah. When we started being the boys was when With I Tim. There, we went Tim was yeah. the bartender. So the house we have now, we uh, we're sort of racking our brains. Should it be desert themed? Should it be this or that? Well, we live right next to 51. the 51 corridor freeway, and uh, we're in Arizona. Obviously, we live in Area 51. We live in Area 51. Boom. Fucking killer. Pretty happy about that. Fucking Benny's Bar. We got Benny's Bar right in the middle. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a partition between the living room and the kitchen that is just a full wall and it actually blocks off from the living room... Make it a bar. Cut it out. Make it a bar. Make it a bar. A, it opens up the house. Our life is substantially better with the bar. Substantially better. I couldn't even imagine it without. Oh, it, it would suck. It would suck. It would legitimately suck. I would... Because, I would like, we can watch football in the living room while Russ is, like, making a dish. While we're making Bring cocktails. me my dish. While we're making cocktails. While we're making cocktails. Loaded, it's fun to just lean on allegedly. and fucking talk shit. When you're hungover, it's good for contemplating your life. It really is. It's got it a really chainsaw is. above. It's got Viva La Mexico hanging right there. That's Benny's Bar, baby. It's got two, it's got two nice little... Like liquor cabinets right next to it, like built yeah. in. It's a sweet. It is a sweet little piece. It's a sweet bar. Well, sometimes you gotta go full cowbell. But sometimes you gotta go full cowbell. If you're gonna put any cowbell, you might as well go full. You cowbell. Go full cowbell. Don't half-ass the cowbell, baby. Send it. You gotta send it. What are you looking at? The reflection of the TV to see if the jeep just pulled up. I bet pretty soon. Let's see what time it is. This has got to be 6 15, 6.30. It is 6.19. Living la vida loca. Ah, man. You want to watch Shrek 2? I do want to listen to the Ken and Crows. But, right, uh, but that's not Living la vida loca. But um, I wanted to load a bowl. But Russ will be back in a minute. Also, we caught up with Carl the other day. Yeah, we caught up with Carl. Carl's doing good. Daughter is cute as a button. Can't ever remember her name, though. She is literally... Sorry, Carl. The cutest. Second... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make judgments. She is honestly the cutest little girl. She's got just strawberry red hair. Just always get finally actually big was, eyes. Actually, big was like eyes. talking to us this time. Yeah, like would have kind of have a conversation. Her and I played peekaboo kind of for like Carl, and then poking her head out. Yeah, <laughs> showing us all of her ballet lessons. She's yeah. always wearing like a little ballet outfit or something. Got her little toy rake, raking up the dirt. Just upgraded to a big girl bed. Got a big girl bed. Just had a birthday. Her yeah. third birthday. God, they grew up so fast. They do. We helped, we helped Carl dig a trench not, at one point. Not for nothing. Not for nothing. They grow up so fast. If you want to talk like Carl, you say not for nothing and you whisper. You whisper softly. But as a conversation. Yeah. Like, you want the other person to hear what you're saying, but you wear a mask and whisper at the same time, so it's really hard for them to hear what you're saying. <laughs> Carl's funny, man. I, Carl's great. Carl's a, Like, Carl is such a stand-up guy... And it's funny when he sort of tilts his head down. And it's really hard now that he wears a mask. But he tilts his head down and he goes, 
you know, man, like, not for nothing, but... I don't want to get too heavy right now, you know, but I'm about to drop some heavy-ass shit on you. <laughs> or he'll start talking about weed, like, you know, man, like, yeah, I, I've got my card, and it's like, do you think people are listening to you right now? You don't got to whisper. We're right here, but <laughs> yeah. we're not that close. Yeah. Well, Carl, I don't know how much we've even talked about Carl, but he was the Chortle Portal. He's the, he's the Chortle Portal creator. We met him at uh, Joe's, Grotto Joe's Grotto when he was still a thing. And uh, just fucking talked to him for a while. Swore by it. Swore, yeah. He, there was like a really good thing when it was pretty much just Kevin, me, and Carl in the bar. I would go up. I did like 45 minutes of music, and then you guys went up and ran your sets. And everybody just kind of critiqued. And then that one time we went, it turned out they were closed forever, so we went to that other bar and came up with the chortle. Chortle Well, he came up with the name. But, solid dude, that Carl. (laughs) I swear by Carl. He He, cracks me up. When we we go to the mop together, dude, he just fucking cracked me up. (laughs) He's got the most normal family. He's got just the most... His wife is sweet, his daughter's fucking cute. And he's 40 and just like a really nice guy. And for whatever reason, he wants to talk to us. He swears by us. I think we remind him of him when he was younger. Because like he did a podcast. He made a fucking movie. He made like an hour long wrestling documentary. Yeah. About Portland wrestling. Like, he used to be a big drinker. Yeah. He's now he doesn't drink anymore. He's fucking done a lot of shit. And then he just like basically quit to have a family, I guess. And now, like, just, like, wants to help us do it. Yeah, he lets us borrow his lawn care equipment. He gave Russ, oh, like, a $200 dude. pot. He's a hell of a guy. Stand-up guy. Hell he gave, bro. what did we go, well, we just got a sweet new coffee table from oh, him. Yeah, that thing's dope. He's got a bunch of cat food that I didn't end up grabbing, but he still has it. Nice guy. Nice guy. Hell of a mailman. Hell of a good cook. He gave us, when we got back... From oh, Christmas time, pulled pork. he gave us pulled pork with a brand oh. new bottle of barbecue, big bottle of barbecue oh. sauce, and a bunch of like slider buns, and that just gave it to us for free. Was so good! All we had to do was return the dish. Yeah, the that dish. pulled pork was so good. It was a shitload of pulled pork. Stand up guy. Oh, I fucking love Carl. Those are the kind of people you meet living on fucking. Rovine Avenue, baby! Baby! Area 51, baby! Baby! So we'll have to keep you guys updated on how our fantasy football is going. I, f- I have a good feeling about the next 10 weeks. You should. You should baby. definitely feel good. Your team is stacked. Shut the fuck up, dude. Um, You're what, 2-0? I was about to not be all that happy about my team right now. Are you 2-0, though? I'm 2-0. Yes, I am. It's currently me, Harrison, Andy, and Dan are 2 and 0. There's four 2 and 0 teams. Four 2 and 0s. I thought it was just two 2 and 0s. It's four 2 and 0s. That means there's four 0 and 2s, though. That means I'm not alone. That does mean you're not. That doesn't mean there's four 0 and 2s, I guess. Tony, Russ. Tony's 0 and 2? Yeah. Russ 0 and 2? Russ is 0 and 2. You're 0 and 2. And. Not Josh. Not Aaron. Not Aaron. Dan? Dan's 2-0. and Andy? Andy's 2-0. and Fluff's 1-1. One one. Ian? Ian is 1-1. One one. One one. Harrison? Harrison's 2-0. Two two and and 
Raz is 0 and 2. Raz is 0 and 2. You rest and tell me. Who are we forgetting? Who? Devin. Devin is 0 and 2. Ah, fuck you, Devin. I think. Whoa, dude, you can't do that. No way of checking. You but can't he's gotta do be. that. He's got to be. He's the last guy we named. Pretty sure. You can't be doing that to me. Can't be doing what? Telling me that Devin's 0 and 2 and then saying maybe. I already said fuck you, Devin, on here. I think he definitely is. This is going out live. Live. Um. To the millions. So obviously we'll be keeping updates on that. We're going to try to do some more podcasting on Sundays. Allegedly. Which actually would be kind of interesting. Like we, might do a, we might do a Sunday football podcast. I Yeah. Might just watch some fantasy football, turn the mic on for an hour or so, maybe two. Just shoot the shit. Yeah, shoot the shoot. You know how we do things around here. Pretty formal. I got a suit and tie on right now. The problem is we definitely got to be... We actually have to make ourselves we can't be do laying it. laying on the couch. Because that's it. Once you lay on the couch for a little too long, it is tough. Yeah. To fucking get up and make it happen. What if we start the podcast with the 10 a.m. kickoffs? Ooh. I like that because that's when we're the most awake. Yeah. Make a little breakfast, get the 10 a.m. kickoffs going, fucking turn on that podcast, and fucking let her rip, Tater I like Chip. That. I wish I was going to be here for all Sunday, bro. What time you gotta leave, though? Oh, but you also could come if you want to. Oh, but I probably won't. What time West Alley Barbecue. Know, what time are you leaving? Probably 12.15. Listen, if I have to put a shirt on Sunday, there might be a problem. No, I mean, I understand that. But, like, it's barbecue, and we're only playing for an hour. We'll see how I feel. Fair enough. But barbecue. I don't know if you know Barbecue this. will make you feel better. I don't know if you know this, but sometimes on Saturday, I fucking turn up, buddy. I know that. Yeah, sometimes I get wild. Sometimes I fall asleep on the roof a little bit. Well, don't we all sometimes? Same night. Um, oh, a cocktail. Can I get a cocktail? Coronavirus should be finished soon. Coronavirus? <laughs> well, will it though? Um, I think everyone's pretty much just given up on it. I think they're done. I think everyone's kind of over it. Well, I mean, at a certain point, you just have to go. All right, we're gonna live with it, and fuck it, and. Be safe, but fuck it. Be out. Like, yeah, wear a mask. Mask up if you fucking feel a need or whatever. You don't have to. I don't care. I know that you don't care, but it's not about you. That's the thing. I understand, but I also have family. Like, I know other people have family, I, yeah, but I also have family. I know, but you not wearing it means that you could get it. And I don't I not wear it. it. No, I'm not saying you don't, but I'm saying if you don't, then you could get it. Then you don't care, but then I could get it, then I could die. Then it's like, well, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... I suppose. Yeah, it's not about that. It's just like, just wear a mask. Just... But, like, Sweden doesn't wear masks. And they never had a second... But Sweden doesn't have 7 million people or whatever. Well, we have 330 million. That doesn't... Like, that doesn't... That's not... uh, Well, but I'm saying they experienced a first wave and they haven't had an uptick since. And we had a first wave. I'm just saying... We also half-assed everything that we did. I'm just saying, well, they, yeah, but they did less. But they did nothing. Exactly. They, so they went all in on something. They went all in on and nothing. it seems to have worked for them, we is have, all I'm saying. I, I know, but we have asked both things. So you either have to commit to wearing the mask, or you have to commit to not doing anything. I know, and that's why I'm the saying my position thing. is a little more towards no mask, because A, it seems to have worked in a decent-sized population, and B, I'm willing to take the risk. And I get that everybody else has a family, but so do I. But you're 
But your whole thing is don't inf- don't infringe on my rights. Do whatever you want, but don't infringe on what I'm doing. But that's what you're doing. You are openly risking killing other people because you don't want to wear a mask. There's def- there's conflicting information on whether they're actually effective. No, there's not. Yes, there is. There definitely is. But it's not worse. I didn't say that there's not information that it is good for you. I'm saying there's conflicting. But it's not worse to wear a mask. How could that possibly be worse? So just do it. I understand what you're saying, but we, especially in America, have a tendency to make rules that then continue way past their effectiveness. Age, the Patriot Act, is a great example. Everything we do. If we, everything I know. We do is that. It's a lot easier to put things on the books than eventually take them off. And that's why I'm saying, if you stick with this for too long, it becomes a thing that then becomes unnecessary. And I think it is important to be exposed to germs in general. And so, I get, I get the point, but... I don't get that point at all. What? Just, it's a fucking pandemic. You have to do, you have to do things sometimes... That you don't want to do. I understand. I understand that. But I'm saying when there's conflicting information, it's at least worth looking at this far down the line. It's been since March that we don't stick to something so long that we just, it takes so long to get back to normal. And I think normal is almost as important. It's not going to be normal while this virus is still a thing. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if the virus is ever going to not be a thing. It will be once we get a vaccine. The same way polio was not a thing. The same way... The, same the vaccine way, a lot that of is being proposed now is a lot more controversial it's than the polio vaccine. It's also brand new. I understand. It's a brand new thing. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of people saying they're not going to take the vaccine. Some of it because they don't trust the government. Some of it because they don't like Trump. Some of it because they're anti-vaxxers. There's a lot of people that... Makes but the, once the, you get the vaccine, it doesn't matter. You, you have the vaccine. I understand that, but I'm saying most people aren't going to take it. Then they will die. That doesn't matter. It doesn't mean they're going to die. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't get the polio vaccine, then all that's going to happen is you might get polio. But I have the polio vaccine, so I'm not going to get it. So I don't care if you have the vaccine or not, because I'm not going to get it. All right. So once I have the right to get the COVID-19 vaccine and I get it, then it doesn't matter anymore. All right. I mean, that's not always how it works, because that doesn't work with the flu vaccine, because there's so many different strains of the flu. I don't know how many strains of this there are, but like... Well, there is questions about its eventual effectiveness because of mutations. That's the point of a vaccine. It's like, you, people don't get smallpox anymore because there's a vaccine for yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm anti-vaccine. I general. know you're not. I know you're not. But I'm saying that, like, until then, just fucking wear the mask. Like, just... Like, do, I, I, and I, just get, take I the completely get that argument. Yet you want to argue it for some reason. Yeah, because I'm not 100% for it. I think that there's an argument to be made in the other direction. But that all that is is risking other people's lives for your own not want to for your own. And so what you're saying is, it's really not a hassle to wear a mask even if it's not effective. That's what you're saying. Yeah, it doesn't. It, which, but is fair, it, but, which is but, fair. But there's results that it is effective. There's studies that it is effective. But that's there's also do- studies that it's that's not. Why doctors there's also wear studies masks. that say it might be worse. It's not worse. How could it be worse? It contain. It, if it can get in, then it can just marinate inside your mask. That means you already have it, though. But if, the, if it gets to, inside to, the mask, that to, means it gets inside prevent, the mask and it's, it's not effective. It's to prevent spreading. It's not to prevent you getting it. It's to <laughs> prevent the spreading of You're the right. disease. You're right. You're right. I just fucked up on that one. You're right. I admitted I was wrong. That's a good thing. <laughs> I don't know why we're thinking that's dumb.
No, it's just like, like my whole thing, like, I go to this place with people all the time that are like, oh, you're afraid of the pandemic? It's like, no, but if me wearing this mask makes everyone else around me feel more comfortable, then I don't care because me wearing this mask is not that big of a deal. Like, I don't like it, but it doesn't alter my life in any way, shape, or form. What do you think about herd immunity? Because I think, I, I think no mask might be a better mask. If we were going to do that, I think we should have done that at the beginning. Which I was also voting for. Like, doing it now just seems like fucking... It's like... Well, we if just, we should have done it earlier, commit, any day is a just, good day to start. just commit to something at this point. Yeah, but any day just, is a good day that's to start. Fine, that's fine. Just commit to something. But we haven't committed to anything. Because everyone's against Trump. Trump doesn't even believe the disease is real. So, like, it's either he wants to hurt immunity so nobody else wants to do it. Or he doesn't want to do masks, so everyone else does masks. But people that support him don't do masks. Some people do masks, some people don't do masks. We just don't commit to anything. So it's just going to keep hanging around the way that it has. You know where it didn't hang around? You know where it didn't hang around? The NBA, where they made strict rules, they had strict guidelines, they had strict everything, and no one ever got it. Because they all committed to one thing, and that one thing worked. So just commit to one thing... And we all do it, and it'll either, and then it'll work. That's what everyone else did. And my everyone opinion else is, committed to something. And my opinion is committing to herd immunity. Fine, then commit to it. But no one's committing to anything. Well, I know, but you were questioning my opinion earlier, and my opinion is essentially commit to herd immunity. Okay, okay, and that, that's, that's fine. That's a fair argument. Yeah, that's fine. But commit to something. I agree. I think we just, should commit to something. Just commit. There's to a lot something. of wishy washiness. A hundred percent, and like. People don't believe the virus is real because they believe in Trump, or people think the virus is so much worse because they hate Trump. It's like, it's not about Trump. Or they think the virus is worse because people make it sound like it's worse than it really is. But we don't even know that, we don't know how bad it is yet. That's the thing, is we don't know. Because there are people that are getting heart conditions after they have it. That is true. Like, like there are, there are still so many things about this disease that we don't know about long-term effects, because no one's had any long-term effects. So we still don't know anything. So the fact that like the like we've gotten inconclusive results on the masks, yeah, but we've never got results that the masks are worse than not wearing a mask. I do. So just 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 do six feet, wear the mask, practice, wash your hands, do the safe things, and at least let's try to do something. I do know that the states that were more pro lockdown occupy, I think. Eight out of the top, or nine out of the top 12 places with the most cases and most deaths. The more pro-lockdown, at least according to the stats, which have been over six months. But those were also the most populated. They were also the most populated place. It was California. Florida is one of the most populated, and they're one of, they're like 16th. Florida has also had multiple allegations of misreporting all of their data. So is New York. Yeah, but New York is on the uptick. Yeah, but also Florida's full of the most old people, and it's still... But Florida also, your Florida also is like Arizona, where when it was really going around, it was nice outside. And apparently, still, everything I've heard, UV rays kill the shit out of coronavirus. UV rays kill it, and I think the reason, and this isn't my idea, but I think the reason that, I think, I've heard, that the reason most likely... That the reason the hot states got hit so hard once it actually hit summer, which seemed contrary, because we, we went inside and, and just got yeah. recirculated it, air. Yeah, exactly. So I think that in places like Florida and probably, probably and I think that's Texas, an argument against locking people in their houses. Austin, the argument of locking people in the houses is the same as wearing a mask. It's so that you don't involuntarily affect other people. Yeah, but if people are inside, and that's 
increasing the number. That's a factor. Yeah, but if you don't have it and you're the only one inside your home, which is the point, you're not going to get it. Yeah, but you're most likely not going to be the only one. But that's the point. But that's what I'm saying. That was the point of the lockdown was that that was what we were supposed to do. And we you're saying did we didn't that. commit. No, we never did that here at all. No. Here. I don't know what it was like. In, like, like, apparently celebrities are all acting like they never leave their house. But obviously that's easy when you're fucking rich and you don't have to worry about anything. Like, like we all went to work still. Yeah. So we obviously didn't do that. And but, we're fine. But the point of locking people in was so that you don't go out and contaminate with other people. Yeah. But obviously the also other problem with that is... You could still go to the grocery store where you could still get it, and then you could spread it to everyone in your home. Because like, you can't actually lock people. You, yeah, you can't actually not go out. Like it's, that's literally impossible. Yeah. So it, that also didn't work. Yeah. Like we didn't, we didn't ever really do anything to make the situation better. We just shut some things down, so some businesses went out of business, and other businesses thrived. And like, and it's incredibly arbitrary. It's like, why, why, why can't I go get a haircut? Literally, why can't I go get a haircut, but I can go get food? I get that I need food, but the odds of me getting the coronavirus at the grocery store are the exact same as the odds of me getting it at the hair salon. Yeah. It, like, if everyone at the hair salon doesn't have it, and I go there and I don't have it, I'm not gonna get it. If everyone doesn't have it at the grocery store and I don't have it and I go there, I'm not going to get it. But if one person has it anywhere, I still can get it. Yeah. So, like, what you shut down and what you don't shut down, like, I guess... Especially when it comes to bars versus restaurants. I get that bars invite a little more close contact. But they still serve booze at restaurants. People are still close. People are still touching your food. People are still handling everything for you. And then they're going to other tables. We always were. Russell, solving the problems one glove at a time. <laughs> like Michael Jackson, baby. <laughs> In the exact same way. <laughs> no. Allegedly. Differences. No, dude, it's just like, I'm tired of it still fucking being here. It doesn't seem like anyone else in the world is still dealing with it as bad as we are. Some are. Like, I think there was a spike again in France. But I also think that as much as we are legitimately dealing with it, I think some of it is also blown out of proportion because you can see every last thing on the internet. Everybody's talking about America, especially because it's an election year. Like the whole world's paying attention to us right now, which is also going to up the amount that we see. Again, however, you know, we're at the lowest, this year might be different, but essentially the lowest murder rate. We've been steadily declining since the 70s. I would imagine but it, this year would be even lower. Oh, probably. I'm just saying, like, it's more also been abuse. a violent year. More domestic abuse. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But what I'm saying is, in the 70s, people knew things were bad. But I bet they didn't think things were as bad as people think that they are now. Even though now, statistically speaking, things are down by multitudes. Multiples. And so, as much as it seems like we're dealing with, the, with it the most, I think it's... Mostly because the microscope is also on us. It's easier to see it everywhere. Which is also the compounding problem why things are getting worse in terms of the way that people are treating it and letting it sort of come between them and all that is because everybody's getting their news from different sources. Different sources explain the disease in a different way. And it's basically just a fear-stoking thing, especially because you can't avoid it. You can't go on any social media without seeing you know, 30% at least of those people posting about the disease or masks or COVID or racism. 
And that's and that's and that's once again why I'm a little more pro herd immunity because let's get out there and get our hands dirty. Personally speaking, I just I think that's the way to go. I could be wrong, but in my experience, exposure to germs is healthier. I mean, I feel like germs. that's the way to go, but that's also a way to kill a lot of people that probably don't want to die. I agree, but never in the history of this country, I don't know how many countries have even done this, do you ever quarantine the healthy? You quarantine the sick. Yeah. Now, granted, testing was not what it was, There's what it should have been. issue people were talking about, that they're only testing people with symptoms, which is yeah. stupid. They should just treat them like they have it. Yeah. And they're not testing people that are asymptomatic. Yeah. So, like, if you don't have any problems, if you're not having problems, we're the ones that should go in and get tested. So we know, like, yeah. oh, you could possibly spread it. Okay, well, now we got to figure out how I quarantine myself. Or you test your antibodies and be like, you already had it. Right, yeah. And you're safe from it, which means you could yeah. just go out and... But testing people that are pretty much already have it, like, we can see seven out of the ten yeah. symptoms. Confirmed you, cases, like, yeah. But testing them. You know what they're doing at Caitlin's place? They're having the nurses come in every week to get a new COVID test. Really? Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? Like, they have to, even if they're not working, they have to go in every Tuesday to get a COVID test. It's just a bummer. Extra, it's like, extra hour and a half of get, your life. They don't get paid for it. Not of course They just have to show up and do it. Yeah. And it's not solving anything. No. They've already tested them. People are all fine. So what are you going to do? You and if you get tested every week, yeah, there's still six days you could get it. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you could get test it on Tuesday, get it on Wednesday, and then you spread it for the next six days. You could like, test on Tuesday yeah, morning. Yeah, but at least you only spread it. At least you only spread it. They're for spending a hundred dollars per test, and Jeez. there's like seventy nurses plus the doctors and the patients. So they're spending way too much money on this when all that when they're really all quarantined already. They're required to be. Yeah, but they're also work. They also work at a hospital. But all those people are tested. Everyone's tested. the patients aren't. Yes, they are. Yeah, they but have to be. But if the nurses, but the nurses can still spread it. If like, it's better for a nurse to only spread it for six days than for a nurse to spread it for fourteen days, or whatever. If they're if they get it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because the whole. It does matter. What do you mean that doesn't matter? No, like it's not effective. That 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 thing. Like all the nurses, no one no one agrees with it. The people that work in healthcare say it's not effective. It doesn't. All it's doing is taking away money and expenses from taking care of other issues. So like. If you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it, like we're talking about. Yeah. But like, if you're spending a bunch of money just to see if you have it, you're still not doing anything to stop yeah. it. And they're already sterilizing everything. Yeah. They're required to wear masks, yeah, gloves, yeah. full gear already. Yeah. So if that is truly helping, all they're doing is spending money Catch. in places that you can uh, you can basically work. catching it too late already, anyways. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the issue. Yeah. It's not that like, oh, it's a good idea. Sure it is, but they don't have thousands of dollars. Just, just be doing that. Right, when they have to take care of hundreds of patients and put them in a lot of them are at like bed rest. And those people, everyone has to be tested when they come in, but like you need to put it towards resources for like maybe like putting in like disease prevention and stuff like that. Not yeah. just like, oh, you've got it. Oh, you don't. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. And you got it. You got it. Stupid. <laughs> but like that's one of the things when people overreact. And they're like, because to make people feel safe, but in the long run, that could be very detrimental to like yeah. the employees and the patients. Fucking, what, from what I heard, the college football programs in California have more access to testing than the NFL teams. Like, the sports, the sports people are just, I mean, obviously they're buying them, because they have the money to buy them. Right. But they are just taking up all the fucking testing. Yeah. And that makes sense, too. 
But yeah. also, like, those are the youngest, strongest but, and, individuals. Yeah. Like, but, and also, like, the, that really, sports really is what drives, I mean, it's probably not what drives our economy, but it's one of the leading factors yeah. of what drives our economy. It sells I mean, a lot of brats. Commercials, adver- like, advertisements, people spending money on tickets, concessions, everything. Like, everything just churns through fucking sports. Go Beavs. Let's go Beavs. I mean... I can't. I couldn't have put it better myself. You guys want to know what happened to me the last uh, ten minutes of work? You nope. your toe. All right. I helped pick up all the briskets on the big speed rack, and they're full of um, the, like, all the meats and juices and stuff. And the guy that was pulling it into the door to help lifted it up without telling me, and he poured brisket juice. Is that why hot fucking oil? Hot? Oh yeah. It nice. burns like a motherfucker. My shirt is stuck to my chest, and I've changed it. Yeah, nice. I saw, I saw you. White, so you're gonna have like a nice red. It went, the only thing that saved me. Here's the fun part. Was my mask. See, masks <laughs> are effective. I had it sitting right here, and it caught most of it, so it only really got me right here, uh, on like sucks. the top of my chest, on my collarbone. But yeah, it just stuck there, so I tried to wipe it off, and it just kept burning. And then like, I moved, and my shirt just like pulled, like skin. Doesn't feel good. But so you've got that sweet aloe cream. Yeah. I was wondering, like, because I saw you coming, you took your shirt off, you had your shirt off, and you're like, well, I was like, what is going on? Yeah. I just wanted to. He was on Molly. That's what I thought. Dude. I like, just wanted to throw one out there for the masks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's two points for the mask, <laughs> one point for not so many masks. Yeah, it was a cloth one, so it absorbed more. If it was one of those cheap ones, it would have done shit. It would have just gone right through the gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So COVID. Think about that. The vid. Big Rona. I got the coronavirus. I like playing that in a new place because I never know how everybody's going to react. Like, I played it at JoJo Coffee House when I played there last yeah. weekend, which is a pretty sort of hip, liberal, hipster crowd. I was like, I'm going to play coronavirus, and this may go poorly. Really? That's what it's like doing jokes in a new place. Yeah. It's like, oh! That didn't work. Some people liked it. You had to retreat. This quick. black woman was fucking digging oh, okay, it. I got it. And then everybody else was pretty quiet. Sounds like I think I finished my set with that song. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Gotta go out on a high note. <laughs> the baller groove. I pulled a Yes of Massa at work today. Nice. To Taylor, because she's being just, you know, a wonderful. With her big lips. And, uh, Came outside and it was an order for a black person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Give him his dog food. <laughs> Russ, that is That's just that racist. That is inappropriate. How dare you? That is inappropriate. I had no idea. I was just in the back room doing dishes and I was angry. And I was like, yes, Massa. And I walked <laughs> came back out and I gave the guy his dog food and it was a black dude. Did you get a bad review on Yelp? <laughs> I think all these employees are did you, racist. Did you hear about the racist sandwich? Hold on, it's a good thing that the side of your head isn't shaved as much as it was before because you'd really look like Hitler Youth. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You hear about the racist sandwich? Um, you're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> Russ's company makes a racist sandwich. Yeah. So, really? So uh, Monday, Taylor and, or Taylor was the only one there to work the deli. And we and me and Angela have had this gal that comes in every week and loves our attractive sandwiches. She comes in, she always gives us tips and compliments. And we were both gone on Monday. The lady emailed the boss and was like, the, the gal that gave me the sandwich 
was very unwelcoming and unkind. The sandwich tasted terrible, and I think she did it because she doesn't like black people. That sounds that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Because the lady's black. Sure. Like my my sandwich was terrible. I didn't feel welcome, and I felt like the gal just wanted me to get out of there, so she gave me the worst food she could, and then sent me out the door. So Taylor makes a racist sandwich. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So come to I'm to get one of those. It sounds savory. It's a, it's a pretty good tri-tip. Yeah. Hey, can I get one of those racist? I'm wearing some of it right now. <laughs> tri-tip sounds like something racist you could call somebody. <laughs> hey, tri-tip! That's a real yeah. fucking tri-tip. Yeah, I wonder about just the, the conversation going on everywhere that sort of the race conversation coming to a head right now. If this was... 2013, maybe 2009, like right after Obama got elected, do you think that woman would still have thought that was a racist sandwich? If there's a racist person making the sandwich. Yeah. It's an interesting point. Yeah, and... You really... Well, I mean... Like if... What was I this? asked Russ if he thinks that she might be racist, and I was like, yeah, she could be. Okay. So like, it, like you, it could, that could, like, that could be a real that thing. That could be real. Yeah. I like agree, it could is, be real, but do you think that, that assumption would come to her mind... First, if it was, second, or 40th? If, if you're black and you feel like somebody's treating you like you're black, that's probably something you're very in tune with. That's probably something you... Notice. I agree. I agree. So but when it's getting talked about more, and in some cases where it's not real... It doesn't matter if it's getting talked about more. If somebody is It racist, does matter if it's getting talked no, about more. No, no, no. Because like if, if Taylor, you focus on a thing, you're going to see it more often. Yeah, but if Taylor but put if that Taylor out there... Put I agree. There, I don't know Taylor. Racist, I don't know Taylor. out there... Yeah. I don't know then, Taylor. That's a reasonable thing to pick up on. Yeah. Now, if we made it, if like, like if, me or if I made a sandwich it. to the same lady, and then she and like she didn't like the sandwich, she probably wouldn't have come to that conclusion. She probably would have been like, "Hey, the sandwich sucks." Yeah, and I'll be like, "Oh fuck, I'm sorry." I'm sorry. You I'll make you literally, yeah. Yeah, but like, and she probably wouldn't jump to that. But Taylor's that bad, huh? Well, she's gotten multiple complaints. Really? Yeah. I thought it was just that one woman. Well, no, 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 I mean, that was... But that the was one the, racist that's sandwich. The one. That's the racist sandwich. Like, that's, that's worth but mentioning. Like, she gets complaints about, like, not wearing a mask at work when everyone else is. You know, like, there's, it's always, there's one gal that's always working the register who never wears a mask. It's always her. You know, there's things that go wrong. Like, any, we've had five complaints about our deli, and it's always been when me and Angela aren't there. Okay. Well. So, like, and it doesn't mean... I'm not saying that that makes her racist. But I'm saying, no. like, there's an attitude issue. And if, like, you are in tune to it more, that could have been picked up as that. Sure. But it could have been... Her attitude is just poor. Yeah. I watch her on FaceTime with her friends all the time, working the cash register with customers. She told me that... She said that I was um, a fucking retard to a customer. Nice. Because I gave him thin-cut pork chops and not thick-cut pork chops. Like, that's not what you say to customers. Uh, no. Like, and I'm like, I get, like, you're probably just fucking around with me, but, like, don't be a bitch. Yeah. Working with beef does seem more like you can just say whatever the fuck you want, you though. You do, and there's a lot of weird shit that gets spread around, but also, like, when you deal with customers, you're dealing yeah, with customers. You're dealing with customers, yeah. yeah. And, like, she doesn't get that. Yeah. So she'll just sit there, I mean, her service is fucking miserable, but, like, she'll also treat certain people with, that have a lot of money with a lot of respect, and they'll give her a lot of, like, big tips, and she pockets them. That's her thing. But, like, that overall attitude... It's not good. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it's super easy. It could have been misconstrued because she's just a shitty human that she's racist. But, like, it's probably a little bit of both. 
No, no, no. I, I think that's fine. I'm only positing a thought experiment. Yeah, I'm not making any claims. Her, I'm just saying... It would have been no matter what. Fair enough. But with if I made a bad sandwich, someone could accuse me of... It's more likely now to accuse me of it being a racist sandwich than somebody would have seven years ago. That's what I was saying. Right. But I'm not talking... But we... But you... And you're... Thought we were just talking about that one. With that one woman. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. So like, I don't. I think yes. So we both agree on the on the same two things. Okay. With that scenario, though, I think it's just the surface. That's fair enough. That's what I'm getting. I could get on board with that. I just wanted to posit a question that because it's always being talked about, is the idea that that's a racist sandwich going to come up more often across America? And I would say probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 I know when I'm focusing on something, I see it more often. And what sucks is when people have a bad day, you have to be super careful now. Yeah. People are getting offended like motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Certain people, when you're six feet apart, they, they can just, like, see you're not having a good time and then immediately take offense to it. Yeah. And, like, call in and complain. It's just like, and fuck if, you, bro. And if it came to a head where there was, like, an actual, like, uh, discussion on it, you can't even really refute it. No. Because it's like, well, you don't know how I feel. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, it's you're like, offended. I, I can't tell you that you're not offended. Yeah. Even though... I don't see how you possibly could be offended. I can't tell you that you're not. And just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Yeah. yeah. Like, My mom is definitely not a fan of George Carlin. But George Carlin is definitely always right. Yeah, your mom's objectively wrong on that opinion. On that one on opinion. On that opinion, for sure. Now, granted, she's right for her. Yeah, she doesn't like As it. far as she's concerned, she's right, which yeah. is fine which because is- she is right because it does offend her. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's it. It stops there. That's the thing. People try to make that a real... It's like that, yeah. Do you remember when people were saying the pointing thing? Like when you're... Um, what was it? Like you're not... Sh- it's not shaming, but you're... Oh, the microaggression. Microaggression. Yeah. Like, fuck you, bro. That's such a... We had to go over silly. that in school. Yeah. Because we're not allowed to point to things anymore if you're in a restaurant. You have to show people... With a you had to go hand. over that in chef school? Yes. Because it's customer service. So when we were working in the front of the house, serving people that were dining as waiters and whatever, we had to make sure we used open hands. Because people get a... This Lord Farquaad. To to point to the (laughs) (laughs) But if you point to stuff, even the food, people could get a... Would you like to try our brisket sandwich? Oh, that sandwich for that fat piece of shit over there. You can't do that anymore. Say country. You can say that sandwich is for that fat piece of shit over there (laughs) with an open palm, but, but you don't point. Exactly. And you're going to want to keep that grill hot because he's going to want to. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, and, and that was all that all came around with from that one guy's speech where that stupid fucking dipshit faggot kid said he was offended by the microaggression. Yeah. And if microaggressions are real, so are aliens and you can go fucking. Yeah. Well, aliens are more real than microaggressions, I would argue. Okay. Here's the problem. All those kids, because it obviously started in the universities like... All of a sudden, comedians couldn't obvious. go to universities. Yes, it is. It's not obvious. Yes, it is. It's not obvious. Comedians couldn't go to it's universities. <laughs> Certain speakers couldn't go to universities. And they're like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll stay in the college. Once they get into the real world, they're going to get their ass kicked. And they're going to learn a thing or two. Not anymore. It didn't work. Those people did graduate. And they just insidiously got into every like big corporation. They complain. And the corporation goes, we don't need this kind of bad heat. We're going to cave to what they're asking for. And it's just making us weaker as a species. Yeah, it's like those bitches that say they were raped. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. You know what, Russ? You bring up a good point. <laughs> I, 
wish I could have seen my reaction when Russ dropped that line because I'm pretty sure my eyes went. That oh, they did. I saw that was good. That was funny. You gotta believe all women. You gotta believe all women. Unless they are accusing Joe Biden. Unless they're accusing Joe Biden, or unless they happen to be the one who got raped by that black guy who got shot seven times. Was it more right? Was it less rape because he got shot seven times? No, it was still very much rape. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that Yeah, no, he came into uh, her room and apparently stuck his fingers in her vag with her kid. Either Is in this the recent? It's the guy who got shot seven times in the back. Oh. At point blank range. Oh. Which still should not have been shot. Which still no. should not have been shot. Yeah, yeah, but know that, say it like it's justified. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it's not, But it's not justified yeah. still. Well, I was talking about the Believe All Women because they're giving that chick... Like, they met with that guy's family. Like, they went to big lengths. Or, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, say his name or whatever. But the woman got raped, and nobody's talking about the fact that a woman got raped with her child either in the bed or in the room. It's because she's alive to tell the story. He got shot so seven times. So are all He victims. got shot seven times so in the back by a cop who should not have shot him. Hey, I agree. Okay, no. so so then don't try to justify it. We were talking about Believe All Women. I wasn't bringing up whether he should have got shot or not. I'm saying it, Believe All Women except for what Russ said, and or except for what you said, <laughs> and except for the woman who Nobody got raped. always believes all women. If we believe the women that fucking Stanford swimmer or whatever would be. Look, I understand that. Hillary Clinton, right? But, I'm sa- but I wasn't making the argument for whether the shooting was justified. I was making a joke on the Believe All Women I, thing, I except it. for that woman yeah, for some it. reason. I get it. Yeah. So that's not good. No. Nah. Oh, and? So he did that, right? The kid was either in the room or in the bed, and then he smelled his fingers, allegedly, and said it smells like you've been with other men. So he knows what dick smells like. So he's a real charmer. She... Has a kid in the bed. She's a single mom. But obviously, <laughs> not she, anymore. You don't have to smell shit to know that. That guy's a dipshit. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why. By the way. She's obviously not a virgin. <laughs> oh no. She has a kid in the bed. <laughs> you smell it. What the fuck is this thing? These are all very serious topics. We shouldn't joke about. We should not be joking, guys. Hashtag cancel culture. Hashtag Beaver football. Always. Hashtag you can't cancel Beaver football. It's coming back in 2020. Hashtag cancel all award shows. I didn't watch the pandemies, but... I hate that you just fucking said that. Yeah. I, I don't really think of them as the pandemic. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing until you just said Jimmy it. Jimmy Kimmel said it. It's like an award for most survived. It's the Emmys, and Jimmy Kimmel started with calling it the pandemics. I'm, I'm upset. I'm angry. That's funny. It's not funny, but it's funny to use it ironically. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's a piece of shit. He <laughs> has lost his way since the man show, I'll tell you that. You never remember, remember the Man Show? No, I mean like I've seen it, but like I've never really. Oh, the Late Show. I've seen his shows. I've seen Jimmy Kimmel. I've just never really like got. Does he it. do stand up comedy, or no. did he do stand up comedy? I mean, he does monologues, but he—I don't think he ever did. Stand-up. He, never he did went that. straight to K Rock and did okay. Jimmy the Sports Guy, and then okay. whatever passed that Man Show. I'm not. I'm not super familiar with Jimmy Kimmel Live, but I like the Man Show. I know Sturgill's better. Was he also on Best Damn Sports Show? Period. I think I he was. Was he? I think he was one of the. I think he was one of the guys on Best Damn Sports Show. Period. 
Maybe. Pretty copied out, eh? How long ago was the best damn sports show period? Late 90s. It was that long ago? Yeah. I thought it was more Early like... Early 2000s, maybe. Mid to late 2000s. No. Really? I was young. It had... Well, actually... Yeah, maybe, because it had John Sally, and he was on the Pistons in the late 2000s, so maybe, it, or in the late 90s, so maybe it was. Early I feel like it was. Mid to late 2000s. Maybe it was. Early, mid to late 2000s? Mid to late. I have said early, but... You gotta cover all your bases. Yeah, I mean, it could be any time from then to now. It could have, yeah, it could have been, yeah, mm-hmm, it could have been, it could have been way back then, it could have been tomorrow. Yeah. It's pretty... Sometimes it's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But you never get there. Like, no. It's fucked up about I tomorrow. know. The sun I tell you, Tyler sent me a text. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's been a long time. I haven't talked to you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and I said back, neither am I, bud. <laughs> then he got really mad at his phone and he kept using, because he uses voice text because he's a little man. Uh huh. And then he just like kept yelling at his phone, so I got all of his next texts in large caps. Nice. That's pretty funny. Like you're an idiot. So you know, we call him Booger <laughs> Shelburne. Yeah. Now, anytime he says something in the same way that's super obvious that we all noticed, we just hit him with, and that's another booger breakdown. Yeah, and then eventually we just yeah. start calling him booger. It's gonna yeah, be no, a, was, it's gonna be a sweet line. It was the happened worst. During it was the, the worst at the it was at the cabin. Happened, yeah. At the cabin, at his bachelor. Yeah, at his bachelor party. party. Cause yeah, he, yeah. I, he just kept saying, yeah for the du-. it's like yeah. We, know we all know, Tyler. That's why we're making the comments. <laughs> you piece of shit. You know, if he hadn't thrown it to the defender, that wouldn't have been an interception. And that's, that's another booger breakdown. It'll follow it up with, it's raining outside. <laughs> and we all come in wet. Change it very quickly. Yeah, Change the subject shit. very quickly. It is raining uh, outside. Then it rained. And then it rained. Such is life when you live in the desert. Such is life. How long have you guys been doing this thing? Hour 30. And then it rained. And then it rained. Have you heard of Hot Country Nights? The band? I don't know. It's Dirk's Bentley. It's Dirk's Bentley, but it's like a fake 90s band. It's like Spinal Tap. And they just play... What? The 80s movie. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, dude. It's one of the biggest movies of the Why 80s. Why do you think I would know that reference? <laughs> it's one of the biggest movies of the 80s. Look. You're trying to explain to me something. Yeah. Well, sorry for assuming that you had a little more knowledge than you did. I apologize. Oh my God. Of 80s movies? Of yeah, Spinal Tap? I'm not worried about that. Yeah, you guys have never seen an 80s movie. I forgot. That has nothing to do with my knowledge of 80s movies. Um, no, it's like, a, it's like a Chris Gaines. You guys are so fucking dumb. It's like Chris Gaines, but way better. He does a parody Because it's a joke, not weirdly not, serious. Yeah, it's not serious. He does like a 90s band, he wears like stunner shades all the time, and he just does like 90s country sounds that are dumb as fuck, like Queen of T. Judd style songs. Nice. It's fucking awesome. But he good. fucking owes it. His name, the front man, the lead singer of the band is Douglas Doug Douglason. And that's Dirk's Bentley. <laughs> it's yeah. Dirk's Bentley, just very straight 90s get up. And yeah. well, has, he, has he pulled out the old jeans or the. Uh, yep. Oh, he's got the 90s light he's colored Levi's. He's got sweet windbreakers. The, sweet windbreakers. Any like overall type so, Yeah. Uh, he's got a sock called the Moose Knuckle Shuffle, which is all about just pulling your pants up real tight and getting that Moose Knuckle going. That was a disturbing time. It's Well, he does. He, it's very disturbing when he does it as well. I'm pretty sure they purposely like. 
he's they've shown him a couple times stuffing things in his pants. Yeah. And they're just wearing tight Levi's. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking funny. They it's have a, pretty good. They have a video where like somebody in their band posts their hundredth Instagram post, and they all got in a fight because they like to keep it in the nineties. <laughs> They always had 90 posts. Or yeah, there's... 99 posts. Hey, we keep it in the 90s! Keep it in the 90s! Hot country garbage! <laughs> That's the fucking greatest right. thing. Dirk Bentley is a legend. He is way better. Like, Eric Church is cool, but Dirk Bentley is cooler because he's making fun of being cool. Yeah, Dirk Bentley... Eric Church... While great is so serious. Hot Country Night makes Dirk Bentley cooler than Sturgill Simpson. Hot Country Nights is pretty badass. It's the coolest thing you could possibly do. Yeah. The USA cool begins with us. USA begins with us, baby. <laughs> because division is the same thing as subtraction, am I right? <laughs> division is the exact same thing as subtraction. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Play a tune. I gotta go smoke this cigarette. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Smoke, smoke, smoke this cigarette. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That was another smoke sesh. Mostly about Beaver football yet again. A little bit of race talk. A little bit of hashtag all women talk. Believe all women, except for some. Except for some. That. (laughs) Let's start that hashtag. (laughs) Hashtag except for some. All right. Kevin, the song you're requesting is by Tex Williams, I believe. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna go get and it is called Smoke, Smoke, Smoke. That cigarette. Still got to find it. Should have done that little announcement. Yeah. What is <laughs> Earlier or later. Hold on, hold on. I'm in the tease. Hold on. For Smoke? Hold on. I am not. I think he's having a stroke. It is right. Where'd he go? It's right. There. All right, once again, smoke, smoke, smoke. That cigarette by Tex Williams coming at you live from Area 51. Hey, bud, you got a spud? No food, but I got a coup. Now, I'm a fellow with a heart of gold with the ways of a gentleman, I've been told. The kind of a fellow that wouldn't even harm a flea. But if me and a certain character met, the guy that invented the cigarette, I'd murder that son of a gun in the first degree. Now, it ain't cause that I don't smoke myself. I don't reckon they hinder your health. I've smoked them all my life, and I ain't dead yet. But nicotine slaves are all the same at a pet party or a poker game. Everything's got to stop while they have that cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Uh, 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 and if you smoke yourself to death. Well, St. Peter at the Golden Gate that you hate to make him wait. But you just gotta have another cigarette.
I said, Ace is full, pal. How about you? And he said, Well, I'll tell you in just a minute or two, but right now I just gotta have a cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Huff, 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 and if you smoke yourself to death. Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate that you hate to make him wait, but you just gotta have another cigarette. Cigarette. 